This is episode five of the Be That Mom Movement podcast. Welcome to your source for tips, tools, and support to help you be that mom that is tuned in and proactive for yourself, your family, and for the wild ride of raising kids in this digital age. Inspired by a mother's love with a relatable, real life, proud to be that mom flair. This is the Be That Mom Movement with your host, Dolly Denson. Hey, hey, so I am kind of going off script here today and not putting out the next episode that I had planned to put out because I have something that is on my heart that I just want to share with you. I think it is, it's something that's the foundation of why I formed this podcast and this Be That Mom movement, but I feel like it is something that is becoming a pronounced issue that we need to really be mindful of and focus on. I'm not really reading from notes or anything like that and kind of going off the top of my head. So I hope that I make sense and that you follow me. So what I want to talk about today is raising our kids in this digital age. And I have made a sort of structure around that to help you kind of understand what it is that we need to be focusing on when it comes to raising our kids in this interconnected age. And I will tell you that as a background for myself, I have three children. They are four, almost four years apart each. They were born into different digital ages. If you think about when they got their first device and access and social media, and because of that spread between each one of them and each one of them getting a device at a different age, I have been able to make an observation of how that affects them. And so I've come up with um, kind of an outline structure for you to follow with your own kids so that you can guide them better and not just live on the premise of we'll just love them and support them and keep the communication open. But you don't really know what that means and where to start and what you should be monitoring and should you be worrying about this certain app and things like that. So that's kind of where I'm coming from with the Be That Mom movement and why I decided to make this podcast in addition to the aspect of mom and family wellness and how having a strength and a health for yourself will help you to navigate this better as well because everything kind of came full circle for me. So first off, I want to talk about awareness. I want you to think about awareness of the dangers of the digital age and how that can affect your kid in two parts. Awareness that there is an aspect of influence that comes from within, that comes from their mind and how it develops in the fact that if they're constantly exposed to digital stuff and not exposed to real world manipulation of things and being able to explore and imagine and be bored even, they say boredom is a, the stimu- a stimulation of the mind and imagination. So you have that aspect that if you all they have is the digital exposure, that it affects brain development, it affects their overall development as a person. And then the other aspect of awareness is the fact that there are there's a ton of information out there that is influencing them that will affect self-esteem and depression. There's cyberbullying. There are um, all kinds of dangers out there that will come to them if they are not monitored. 
and that includes affecting their mindset by what information they consume and it kind of gently nudging them in directions that you might not want them to go, such as their thought process, their decision making, their choices in friends, their choices in, you know, all of the things that come with that. So those are the two aspects of awareness that I want you to consider. Awareness of this kind of the stunt in development because they aren't having real life experiences and going out into the world and doing the things we did as kids, such as one thing we loved to do at one of my friend's houses as a kid was take doodle bugs, the little bugs that you touch them and they curl up into a ball. And we would put them in a little Hot Wheels car that was like a little van. And then we would roll it down the driveway that was kind of at a hill, you know, or messing with ant piles and different things like that. Our kids need that type of play in order to develop their brains. So there's that awareness and then there's the awareness that there are dangers out there. People will get to our kids. There's proof that there um, are predators that sit on Instagram and Snapchat, other things like that, that will try to get to your child and I was of the belief that, you know, my kids would just know better And while I don't believe any of them like pursued any of those relationships, I do know that they were contacted by people. So there's that. And then the second pillar is communication. So this means that depending on the age of your child, communicating with them about the dangers that are out there and about the influence of always being on a device of comparison on social media, all of those things that are going to influence our children, having a communication, an open line of communication with them about how it's not healthy for them to be sitting in their rooms on a device all the time. It's not healthy for them to be going to bed with a device or being up at night with it. And, you know, just having an open line of communication. For my kids, when they were younger, I had no clue that any of this would influence them to the degree that it did. And I had no guidance as to what I should say or do. And so I kind of just let it be something that was, you know, a hope and a prayer that when it came down to things that they would make the right decisions. And unfortunately, I had no idea how much they could be influenced at young ages to be pushed in different directions. And the reality of it was I had no clue how much that could influence my children until it was at the state of almost an emergency and quite frightening situations. So definitely have that line of communication open. And then the last pillar of my Be That Mom movement framework when it comes to digital safety and digital health is to have boundaries. And what that means is you communicate what your rules are going to be. And that is up to you and the temperament of your child, what you do. But remember that you are the parent and this is a device that you own and that there are dangers out there, all of the things that I already mentioned just now. So what I recommend as far as boundaries, one huge one is no devices in the bedrooms. Now I have let up on this as my kids have got older, gotten older, but the youngest one still isn't allowed to have devices in the bedroom. And then taking away devices at night, having a central place that they go, and then monitoring of social media or getting them off of the dangerous apps completely. Instagram and Snapchat and now TikTok are some of the most dangerous ones. 
And so with my older children, I don't necessarily monitor them as much. The youngest one, off of Instagram, off of Snapchat, no TikTok. And I, like I mentioned in another episode about the teen tantrum, if they have been allowed to have these things with no limitations, then yes, it is going to be hard as you set down rules. But again, com- that um, what comes into that is your communication about the dangers and your concerns about their safety. And that these are going to be what the rules are going forward because you have heard of other parents that have not done this and as a result their children have been in danger. In addition to that, if you are going to let them be on those social media apps, I would have their login information and have it on your phone, such as Instagram. You can log into multiple accounts on your Instagram. You can toggle back and forth between them and know that you need to be looking in the DMs, in the messages, and what they are following, what information they are consuming. So who's contacting them? What? Who are they contacting? And what information are they following? And Don't be afraid to get them off of the things they're following that are not appropriate. And trust me, there are tons and tons and tons of things on Instagram that are not good for them. I had no clue on that at all. And then besides that, I highly recommend that you put on some type of monitoring device on their device. And the one that I have experience with and that I use is called Bark. You can find it at bark.us, but it basically, um, you can install it to where, install it to where it is on their computers and their devices and it will monitor for alarming things so it's not like you have to be in their messages and all of their things all the time like watching their text messages and stuff but it'll monitor for certain keywords that is alerting them about something that could be concerning and it's not just like people contacting them but also like keywords in regards to depression in regards to suicide in regards to cyberbullying, alcohol, drugs, anything of a sexual nature or nudity or violent subject subject matter or thoughts. So it has a way of doing that where it's kind of monitoring these things but also gives them a little bit of privacy. And I will say that Bark and any other of these type of applications out there actually have a few limitations because of Uh, limitations put on by Apple. If you can give your kid a device that's an Android device, you can monitor more closely than if you give them an Apple device because Apple doesn't allow Bark to have access to like the messages on Instagram and the messages on Snapchat. And those are two places that are huge for predators to contact our kids. So for Bark, I do want to let you know that I have a discount code you can use. It is be that mom. Bark is very very inexpensive. I think it's like $9 a month or you can pay for a year at a time, but my code I believe gets you 20% off. So when you go to sign up for it, put it in the coupon or discount code slot be that mom, all capital and all together, no spaces. And that will give you a discount for life as long as you are using Bark. And that does just do one subscription for the entire family. So you can have multiple kids on that same account. Now, I do want to say that things like Bark are there to give you some peace of mind while also giving them some independence. And Bark does monitor release of new apps and they will send you a weekly email with updates on what apps are trending among teens and preteens. So that gives you kind of a heads up to be able to have that conversation with your teen and to kind of know what the ins and outs are 
with the apps because I tell you, it is so hard to keep up with all that stuff. And then another thing to consider that I probably should have mentioned first when I was talking about um, with Bark and everything is that if you have not yet given your kid a phone, you might consider giving when you, you when they get to an age that you want to give them a phone or that they're just like, when am I going to get a phone? All my friends have phones. Consider something like a phone that isn't like the Rolls Royce of phones. It's not like the top of the line. Like we don't get a driver's license and then we usually don't give our or, you know, we, our kids don't get a driver's license and then we don't give them like the best car out there. Right. Um, we give them a starter car, you know, whatever. So when you're thinking about giving your kids a phone, if you're giving them one with unlimited access and that has all of the bells and whistles and you're basically giving them access to the world, to everything imaginable with no censorship, with no monitoring and all of the dangers that are out there that want to reach them can reach them through that device. So consider doing something where it's a phone that is just for calling, texting, and that's about it. Like there's no internet access, but it's, it, gives, it does those basic things. So one place that I recommend is called Gab Wireless, G-A-B-B Wireless. I am not sponsored by them or an affiliate with them, but my best friend has used them for her twin girls. They are getting ready to go into middle school and this has been perfect for them. They know no different and it is a way for them to kind of keep in touch with their friends but not have so many dangers lurking out there that you maybe will not detect until some sort of damage has been done. And you can put Bark on a device like this. That's what my best friend has done. And it is a way for her to monitor their conversations without having to be in their conversations. So, you know, if one of them was talking about anxiety or depression or a friend was talking to them about suicidal thoughts, different things like that, Bark will pick up on these things and then it sends you a text and an email, whatever your notifications are set for it, but it will send you a notification within about 30 minutes of detecting that so that you can address it and have a conversation with your kid and figure out what's going on. So it's just another layer of security, but also giving them a little bit of independence. And I will say that Bark is not the only thing that's out there, but it is the one that I have used after researching multiple different ones. And like I said, they all have limitations because of limitations placed on them by whoever is over Android stuff and Apple. So that's where the limitation comes. And that's kind of where there are organizations out there that are pushing for them to have some sort of way to be able to monitor these things without all of these workarounds that we have to do in order to keep our kids safe right now. So at some point that will become a thing that you know there will be an allowed level of monitoring that's not allowed right now but for the time being i just want you to be aware of this be communicating this be setting boundaries and monitoring this okay and then finally what i want to say is i do have a worksheet that's downloadable for you it will be in the show notes and it will have information in there about all of these pillars that i have mentioned and tips for each one of them and then I do have information about your wellness, the mom wellness, because I will tell you that when we were going through our hardest days of figuring out how to walk this path of raising children in this digital age and monitoring all the things while still keeping up with our own jobs and life and everything else, it was my wellness and my self-care routine that was my saving grace. Like, no joke, I'm not exaggerating. It was kind of like my safe place. It was the thing I could control. And I had no idea that it would sustain me through that. And I, when I say that, I mean, 
I started out with exercise. I moved over into trying to eat better and eat for nutrition. And then I moved over into building up my mindset and my um, religious and spiritual growth as well. So when I interconnected all of those, when it came to this thing we were facing, I handled it better than I would have if I hadn't already gone, like gone through that process of things. Okay, and finally, I just want to tell you that this is kind of a major thing for raising children in this day and age. So I hope that you will take this information and use it for taking care of your children. I don't think that anyone raising children now is going to get away from the dangers of digital devices. And since they get them at very young ages, you know, when they're playing on games and different things, I think it's something that no matter how old your kids are, this is something we need to address. But if you should have any concerns with your kids, if you discover anything, please reach out for help. Um, a psychiatrist, a psychologist, someone that's a therapist that can talk to them. I know that the teen years by themselves are a very difficult group of years to go through. We all know that it was difficult for us. And then if you add on this layer of interconnectedness and all the complicated things that come with the digital age, I think that our teens this, you know, now are like going up a much bigger hill. And so I want you to be aware of it. I want you to take action if you can, communicate with your kids, and just know that everything that I share is from my heart and a mother's love because I didn't know better with this stuff. And I regret that on the one hand, that my kids endured those things without me having given them any guidance because I didn't know better. And so that's why I put all of this together because I want you to have the tools because our children are our future and we need to guide them now more than we ever have before because it is so hard to protect them. We cannot just close the door and keep them at home because we are allowing them to take the dangers into their bedrooms with them to bed at night, all of those things. So please be aware of all of that. Seek help, seek therapy. If your child needs help, feel free to reach out to me, but do know I'm not a therapist. I'm simply sharing with you my experience and what things I have found helpful. But do check out my free community. Do check out my website and make sure you download the worksheet that I'm putting in the show notes for you to be able to better navigate this. But do reach out if you have any questions. Have a great day. Thanks for tuning in. Being that mom isn't easy, but together we can be that mom strong. Don't forget to leave a review, connect on social, and join Dolly's free community. Till next time.